Hello, welcome to another episode of Raise the Curve. So for uh, tonight's episode, well, it's tonight here. <laughs> Anyways, for tonight's episode, I'd like to talk about late work, a very interesting topic uh, that's been discussed in multiple uh, journals and articles and some research papers have, have, have focused on it. Um, and, you know, you you yourself may have your own philosophy or opinions or thoughts or experiences related to late work and how to best handle that. Um, you know, late work is a really interesting, hmm, I'm not really sure how to really describe it. If it's, it's not really a problem or issue or concern, it's just, it's an interesting topic because yeah, it's it's hard because you have to think about two two things: the teacher and the student. Is late work in the best interest of the student? You know, we should always be thinking as educators, what's in the best interest of the student? So, is late work in the best interest of the student? Some would argue that it isn't because it's communicating that the deadline is obsolete irrelevant, moot, whatever adjective or term you want to associate with it. Some would say that, especially at a community college level, but regardless of, of grade, you know, students have so many other things going on, other stressors, other hurdles, obstacles, uh, other dynamics outside of the classroom that are causing uh, some issues possibly in their ability to get their coursework done. I think the key is, this is just, again, my opinion. I think the key is, is finding a balance for you as the teacher, which is the other side. You know, you could have this, uh, you know, the pedagogy of care, which is kind of this tough love, you know, still, still, Hey, I care about you. Uh, I, I love you. It's tough love, <laughs> but I need to be firm in particular things. You know, there's a term that's floated around and it could be various it could be described in various different ways, but I'm familiar with it as being called a muffin. And a muffin is basically a teacher that doesn't really have strong boundaries related to late work. And they let students turn in late work um, if, if the, if the story or the excuse is deemed, uh, you know, basically any, any excuse, you know, they let, they let them do it. Um, and the hard part is, is that they, that may actually put more, more ill, more, more stress and more time on the instructor than it being beneficial to the student. So there's a lot of different angles that I think variables that I think one needs to consider when they're trying to figure out what the best thing to do and ask colleagues. That's what I do is I ask colleagues, Hey, what do you do for late work? What do you do for late work? What do you do? And of course it has to match the personality. What I do for late work is going to be different than another colleague of mine because their personality is different. And what I do maybe doesn't work for them and what they do wouldn't work for me. But I do think when you're figuring out what works best for you is to think about the messages that it communicates, not necessarily to the student who wants to submit the late work, but to the students who busted their butt and who knows dealt with whatever obstacles they had to deal with to get it in on time. 
Um, you know, what message does that communicate to the student who did the work and got it in on time when they see or hear that an instructor's, you know, kind of laissez-faire or accepts late work? Now, some folks will say, hey, sure, yeah, I'm fine with you submitting late work with, with a point penalty or a grade reduction. Um, and, and maybe that doesn't cause a lot of extra stuff for the instructor to do because they know, well, you know what, if they want to turn it in the very next class period, and you may not generally grade that assignment until, um, you know, within a week of the due date anyway. So you're like, Hey, if you want to turn it in the second class period, that's fine because I'm not going to be grading them anyways if, until, you know, seven days or whatnot. So th that may not put more stuff on you as the instructor. That's fine. But, um, you know, but uh, what happens again, you know, and let's go back to the student who's actually asking for late work. What message is that communicating to them from a, from a conditioning standpoint, from a learning standpoint? What are they associating with that as far as maybe a soft skill uh, related to getting it, getting their work in? <laughs> I mean, they're not going to probably experience a lot of supervisors or managers that are going to be okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, sorry, man. I didn't get that deadline in. You know, can you give me a grace period? I mean, that stuff's not going to fly in the organizational world and in higher education and even in, in, in high school. You know, we're supposed to be training students, preparing them for what the, the demands and expectations behaviorally that's going to happen. So if we're not preparing them, then they go into the workforce and they have these behaviors and it's not necessarily the student's fault because we've been, we've been allowing those messages and those associations to continue. Without, you know, we may say, hey, that's not going to be like that. But they're like, they don't have any other experience. So they don't know. They're trusting that that's, well, they're, all they know is that's just what we let them do. So again, think about the student who turned it in on time. Think about outside consequences or, or outcomes that aren't positive, negative outcomes of allowing a student they may be thinking, hey, sweet, I'm fine if I could turn it in the next class period. I don't care if it's a point reduction. I still got it in. In their mind, they're like, well, I still did it. Uh, it's so much more than that. And usually if a student wants to submit something late, it's not like it's going to be so much better. They just forgot. And again, that's giving them this cushion of, oh, it's okay to forget. You know, they need to stay on top of their things because at their job, that's what's going to be expected to do. This is all from kind of this, from this operant, this conditioning psychological world um, that I, I talk about in my classes when I teach gen psych, because I think that's important um, to, to discuss. But anyways, you know, if for, for years, I, I mean, it was probably, it was easily over a decade. When I first started teaching, I did allow late work. I think it was about two years I allowed late work and I would just do it as a point deduction. What I found was that it was creating a lot more work on my end and it was communicating not good messages to the ones who busted their butt and got it done. So after year two... I decided I was going to get rid of it completely. And I had a firm, a firm, no late work policy for about a decade. And, you know, it, it had strong armor to it. I mean, it was like, look, here's what I found through the years as the instructor. 
I found, and I can be pretty firm with students, and I'm relatively comfortable with that. But I did find that there were situations where students who were doing well in the course, who were... And, and I don't just mean an A. I mean, they're, they're there, they're doing the work, they're, they're doing what they need to do. And a hiccup happens. And in college, you know, you got four months roughly, three to four months in a course. And you know what? Life, has, life happens. Uh, and I, you know, I wanted to be able to offer the option for them to extend it for just a couple of days. But because... I've had in the past other students who weren't in these kinds of situations abuse the late work. It was like I just had to lock it down and just be like, it, it's a policy across the board. And it just got to a point where I got tired psychologically of having to reply every time. Unfortunately, late work isn't accepted. Please see the syllabus policy. It just started to kind of eat at me psychologically that I just wasn't happy with it. And I had been asking colleagues over the course of a couple years, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? How do you do your late work? Da, 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 da. And a couple of people had some really interesting things that they did. And one in particular had said that they used this coupon thing. And it was very unique to that course. It was an English course. And it was really unique to that. And they had their own, they had their own thing. But for some reason, it planted this seed in my mind, in my memory about, hmm, I kind of like that idea. Of, of a coupon. Now I wasn't going to, to inherit exactly what they had done because it wouldn't have suited my particular course, but it ruminated enough. And I thought, okay. And then I talked to some other colleagues and said, Hey, if I did this, what do you think would be kind of good to do? So I ended up crafting with the help of, an, of another person, an instructional designer, I ended up crafting this makeup entry ticket. And this, I've done it this summer and I've done it this fall and it's been working um, pretty well uh, as, as far as that goes. And basically they can make up, they submit this ticket and it's got parameters. It's set up essentially to where they can't, the ones who are kind of probably going to drop off in the course anyways, they can't really take advantage of that. It's like, it's only one assignment, but they have to submit it within a week of the due date. So it's still being respectful to, Hey, you know what? You need to be Johnny on the spot when it says, Hey, I need this. I, I'm going to use this one, this one ticket <laughs> I got it for one assignment or one exam. And then once they submit the ticket, they actually can't make that up until dead week, which is the week before finals. Uh, so it kind of allows for the ones who are like, hey, I just didn't get it, I just didn't get, didn't get, it, did it, get it done, get it done, get it done. And then they end up, unfortunately, usually dropping the course. Um, but also says, look, you know, this is not something where, you know, you're just going to be able to make it up in a couple of days. And I've got over a hundred plus students. I don't have the time to sit here and manage on a weekly basis. Oh, okay. Let me reopen that for you. Oh, okay. Let's find a time where you can take that. No, it's, you know, I have a day in the syllabus that says, this is the day that you have to submit this, or you have to take this. And if you submitted a ticket, then we'll make arrangements during dead week to take care of that. And honestly, it's been working out really well. Um, I mean, it's a little bit during dead week where you're like, okay, I kind of got to navigate things a little bit, but honestly, out of 
you know, roughly 120, 130 students, I maybe had 15, maybe 20 max. And I would say five of them dropped the course, uh, whatever course it was that they were in. So really about 15. And that's not really that bad. And the fact that I'm isolating it in one week, that's just one idea. Like I said, you know, you, you think of what your own policy is. But again, just to kind of wrap this up, think about the student, the one who submitted on time, the one who needs the extension, and think about you as the instructor, your personality, what you would feel comfortable with, your workload, and think also about what messages or associations is that going to communicate for the student when they move move past college or high school and go into the workforce. Um, you know, you could set something up that's basically like, you know, um, you know, you get a reduction of, of sick leave or something, you know, you get a reduction. I don't know. You can kind of parallel it like, like it might happen in the workforce just to kind of give them some, some sort of model of what that would be like. But again, you know, that's going to, that's going to be up to you. But, uh, um, hopefully this sort of gives, gets you thinking about some things like, you know what? I do late work and I always feel like I do more work than the student does. And I'm running around than just try something new change it up, ask your colleagues what they're doing. Man, your colleagues are great resources because many of them have been in the trenches for a long time and they tried a lot of different things and they can talk to you about what those things are. So anyways, I hope that this was a really interesting topic for you. It's been an interesting topic for me over this last year as I kind of changed from being like, wow, locked down to giving a little bit and it's made me feel better about knowing that those students who really did need it and they deserve to have it, they have that one, that one thing. And I really like that. So it's been working out really well. So anyways, alrighty, until we have the next episode, we'll talk to you soon.